You know, there's a way to stay ahead of global developments like today's, no matter where they happen. RAIN podcasts focus on the future effects of current events, offering a perspective you and your business can put to work right away. More than 400 leading corporations, government agencies, and academic institutions trust RAIN to help them address a range of enterprise risks. Our podcasts bring that content directly to you. Understand the why behind what's happening now so you can prepare for what happens next. Subscribe to Rain's podcasts wherever you listen or visit rainworldview.com. Good morning. This is Send 7 World News in 7 Minutes. I'm Stephen Demincenzi. Today is Friday, the 23rd of September, 2022. Starting in Europe today, in Russia, thousands of people have been trying to escape to other countries since President Vladimir Putin ordered a military draft to fight in Ukraine. On Wednesday, Putin said that 300,000 men with military experience would be sent to Ukraine. In Russia, military service of one year is mandatory for all men. Tickets from Russia to Serbia and Turkey have sold out for the next few days. Turkey and Serbia are the only countries in Europe which still have direct flights with Russia. Thousands of Russians are escaping to Georgia, and some Russians have reported queues of 24 hours to cross the border. More than a quarter of a million Russians have entered Georgia since Russia invaded Ukraine in February. In Russia, there have been anti-war protests, and over 1,400 people have been arrested, according to a monitoring group. Sergei Lavrov, the Russian foreign minister, spoke at the United Nations Security Council yesterday in the United States. Lavrov said that the war in Ukraine was inevitable, and said that the West was, quote, covering up the crimes of the Kiev regime. During the speech of the UK Foreign Secretary, James Cleverly, Lavrov walked out of the room. I sat here in February, listening to the Russian representative assuring this council that Russia had no intention of invading its neighbour. We now know that was a lie. And today... I have listened to further instalments of Russia's catalogues of distortions, dishonesty, and disinformation. He has left the chamber. I'm not surprised. I don't think Mr. Lavrov wants to hear the collective condemnation of this council. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres said that Vladimir Putin's threats to use nuclear weapons are totally unacceptable. In Italy, there is a general election on Sunday. Most opinion polls show that a right-wing coalition will win the election, led by the Brothers of Italy party. If this is correct, then Giorgia Meloni will become Italy's first female prime minister. The United Kingdom has raised its interest rates to two and a quarter percent, 
the highest rate in 14 years. Some analysts say that the UK is already in a recession. Many countries are raising interest rates at the moment in an effort to slow inflation rates. Japan's central bank says that it won't raise interest rates so that it is easier to borrow money. Japan has higher inflation than normal right now, but still less than most other countries. Asia. In Iran, protests seem to be growing after the killing of a young woman by the morality police last week. Local media has said that seven people have died in the protests. Iran has shut off the internet in parts of Tehran and Kurdistan and blocked access to social media sites to try to stop the organisation of protests. However, protests appear to be spreading to more cities. Some women are burning their headscarves, which are mandatory for women to wear in public. In Pakistan, actress and UN envoy Angelina Jolie spoke yesterday about the humanitarian needs in Pakistan because of recent floods. Millions of people have been affected by the floods, and Jolie said that some will die if they don't receive aid soon. And I've seen uh, those lives who were saved, but I've also seen those who I've been speaking to people and thinking if enough aid doesn't come, they won't be here in the next few weeks. They won't, they won't make it. Africa. Nigeria's president, Muhammad Buhari, criticised all other presidents who try to stay in power in a non-democratic way in his speech to the UN yesterday. Buhari is respecting the two-term limit of presidency and will step down in February. Yesterday, he said that leaders who change the rules to stay in power make a corrosive impact on values. We have seen the corrosive impact on values when leaders elsewhere seek to change the rules to stay in power. Kenya's president, William Ruto, who was sworn in last week, spoke about climate change during his first speech at the UN. By supporting the most affected countries financially, as well as through sharing land restoration and climate change adaptation technologies. In Somalia, the United States military says that it has killed 27 Al-Shabaab fighters in an airstrike. The US Africa Command said that it is the sixth strike by the US in Somalia this year. The Al-Shabaab group has been fighting the Somali government for decades to try to establish an Islamist state in Somalia. Americas. In Puerto Rico, one million people have been without electricity for three days because of Hurricane Fiona. The storm is now moving towards Bermuda, and Canada has told people to prepare for flooding and power cuts. And also in Canada, people living in the Jasper National Park have been told not to grow fruit trees on their property 
because they keep attracting bears. Park rangers have told people that if bears start to eat from fruit trees in people's gardens, they are more likely to try to enter people's homes. That's your world news in seven minutes. If you enjoy Send7, then you can support us and read the transcripts of every episode at send7.org support. I'm Stephen Devincenzi. Have a great weekend, and I will see you on Monday.